This radio show is a paid placement. It's time for Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Your retirement coaches at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Alan and Troy's team helps with the X's and O's of your financial plan, helping to make sure you have the winning playbook before the clock runs out on your working years. So let's drop the puck, break the huddle, and tip things off. This is Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Hey there, welcome to Retirement 360. I've got Troy Bolton in studio with me. He's from Mercurial Wealth Advisors. We like to talk with you about money uh, every weekend for about an hour or so. And with what's going on in the world right now, there's a lot in the headlines that are affecting your money. But before we get to all of that uh, super important headline stuff, how are things going at Mercurial Wealth Advisors? Welcome to the show, Troy. I appreciate it, James. Everything's going well here. Everything's still running like a well-oiled machine. Even though Alan's kind of wrapping up his um, RV tour for the winter. So he's going to be back here in office in a couple weeks now. And then we get to have him back in the office and see how that is. But we got a couple events coming up here in April. It's April 13th and April 20th. We got a couple of dinner events up at Ruth Chris. All right. So Ruth Chris, April 13th and 20th. Who needs to come to these? Who needs to be at Ruth Chris? You know, we always say the people that are five to 10 years out from retirement are already retired, but I guess you can look at it this way is if you've been a diligent saver your whole career and you are approaching that retirement age, you definitely need to come. If you're one of those that don't really care about paying more in taxes, you're fine with Uncle Sam being your biggest beneficiary, then you might not want to come to this. But if you want to focus on some tax planning and Get some hints on plans that you might be able to use and take advantage of right now to put yourself in a better tax situation. This is perfect for you. So anybody that wants to focus on planning and putting themselves in a better position, making sure you have a solid plan going into retirement, you need to come out and join us. All right. Roos Chris, April 13th and 20th. Uh, we'll give you some info on how to sign up for that later. Or you can just go check the website, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Let's go ahead and get into the headlines then, because it's ugly stuff all around here, Troy. Inflation is a big one between the food prices at the grocery store and the price you're paying for gas. We have tax increases that are being proposed right now, interest rate hikes that are being discussed by the Fed. What else horrible we got going on? Ukraine and Russia. There's a lot of negative news going on that kind of affects your money. So how do you build financial plans and strategies that can withstand all that? that's a lot that you just listed off right so that is definitely um full plate but really i think we're all feeling the inflation squeeze right now um luckily i haven't had to fill my truck up for the past two weeks so i'm getting to that point where i'm gonna have to fill it up and really feel how much money it costs to put into my truck but short answer is it's very valuable to have a plan going into retirement that will weather all of these conditions. I mean, we are concerned about what's going on. Everybody's concerned when they look at the market and see how volatile it is on a daily basis. Last week, I had a meeting, a really good meeting with a couple, Joe and Ann. They are just starting their retirement planning. Joe works at Ford, has a really good pension with them, and they're both going to have social security. So their income will fall just a little bit short of what their monthly expenses are, the money that they want to have in retirement. So Anne was really concerned. Her primary focus was the risks that they're taking and all the market volatility. She was concerned that they don't do something to protect their money that in the next two to three years when he wants to retire, he might not have what they were going to retire on. So the plan that we were able to create actually took a portion of his life savings and was able to put it in something that is protected from all this market volatility that will create that extra income down the road. So when I was able to show them this plan and walk them through it and how it worked and when their income is going to start and show them that that's a reliable, sustainable source of income, you could see her relief and the blood kind of come back into her face that kind of no matter what the market does over the next couple of years, they at least know that they're going to have their income taken care of in retirement. Yeah, stability is not what the market's been known for lately. So whether it's a bull market or in a pullback going all the way to a bear market, 
let's talk about how having one of these all weather strategies that works through all the stages of the market cycle. How do you do that where it's going up no matter what? Well, every week we talk about our retirement 360 game plan and we truly focus on five aspects in retirement planning. The number one thing you're going to focus on is your retirement income. So how can you create a plan that's going to give you the most income as possible? Because let's be honest, in retirement or even pre-retirement, income is what funds your lifestyle. When you get your first job, you're wondering, how much am I going to make and when am I going to make it, right? It's the same in retirement. We've built this lifestyle with our family that we want to maintain or maybe do some extra stuff. So how can we create as much income from reliable, sustainable sources as possible? The next thing we're going to focus on is how to protect your assets as much as possible, kind of mitigate some of the risk or this volatility that we're experiencing. So anytime you're looking at risk or protecting your assets, this is something that's going to evolve over your career. Let's look at it this way. If I'm 40 years old right now or getting ready to be. So right now I have 20 to 25 years left of investing or recovery to make up any market correction. So I can take on more risk right now. Let's fast forward 20 years. Now I'm maybe five years out from retirement. I'm going to want to pull that risk back a little bit, protect some of my assets. That way, let's face it, if the market or the world doesn't agree with my retirement plan, I still want to be able to retire even if there's something going on over in another country that's affecting all this market volatility. So protecting a portion of your assets, that way you have the income flowing in. It just makes for a very less stressful retirement. Um, we're also going to focus on tax efficiency. Look where we're at as a country right now. We're setting with over $30 trillion worth of debt. We talk about this in our dinners up at Ruth Chris. If you look at historical tax rates, we're in some of the lowest tax brackets we've ever been in. And advisors like myself or people before me have really done a disservice for all of you all that have been diligent savers. We've coached you all to save in all these pre-tax accounts because it benefits you right now. But when you get to retirement, basically all of your nest egg is in a pre-tax account. So everything that you take out is fully taxable, whatever tax bracket you're in. And with the debt where we're at right now, more than likely, I think all of us can agree that taxes are going to go up. We just don't know when and how. What do you do to cover the big healthcare costs? I know healthcare costs for retirees are going to be a huge chunk that are coming out of your savings. What does that strategy look like? Yeah, it all depends on really what age you're looking to retire at, because one of the healthcare issues that we kind of run into is if you retire before age 65, you got to find out, is your company going to offer healthcare insurance? If so, what's the cost of it? Or are you going to have to go independent and get your own health insurance on the open market? And what's the cost of that? But Fidelity did a study years ago that said the average retiree over the age of 65 spends around $250,000 in healthcare costs. And that's not including long-term care. So it's a huge amount that we really have to plan for and make sure that we are covered for that. All right, let's get back into the headlines here. I saw another stat I wanted to run by you, Troy. Uh, this is from uh, the Insured Retirement Institute. They say 26% of workers are confused about how much income growth is needed to offset inflation. Four in 10 workers overestimate the amount of the average social security benefits and half of workers weren't sure how much they could safely withdraw from their retirement savings without having a spin down. Yeah, James, I would say most, most everyone we meet with have questions just like this, or they either have these questions or they don't know what questions to ask. That's why during our events, whether we're doing events up at Ruth Chris or at University of Louisville, campus over here right off Shelbyville Road, we're focused on education and really trying to teach people as much as possible, know which questions to ask. That way we can try to help you walk through everything that you might hit in retirement. Well, when you look at some of the factors that we've already just mentioned here in this first segment, whether it's taxes going up, healthcare costs are skyrocketing, inflation is uh, giving us quite a bit of a beating kind of concerned about uh, retirees walking into this perfect storm that could cause them to run out of money when they thought they had a good plan. What's your take on that, Troy? Yeah, that kind of, when I read your notes on this, it kind of reminded me, I don't know how it is everywhere else in every other city, but 
usually here in Louisville, after winter or after a snowstorm, our roads are just terrible. They're beat up. So I was driving home from the office one day and got on Gene Snyder going to Middletown where I live. And right after a snowstorm, there's just huge potholes all over the road. So I was <laughs> luckily I have a bigger truck. So I ran all through them because I didn't see them. But the next time I drove home, I knew that they were there. So I was able to miss them before I even got there. So when I look at this, what people are able to take advantage of is our company's experience of all the potholes that we've seen people go through and things come up in retirement. We're able to put a solid plan together and help you miss all those potholes as much as possible because we've been through that and we've been there and we want to show you how to navigate. For the last 35 years, Mercurio Wealth Advisors has been doing just that, walking our prospective clients through a thought out process called the Retirement 360 Game Plan that will help you make the right decision. If you retired in the last five years or you'll retire in the next five years, I want you to pick up the phone and give us a call right now. It's 502-273-1188. What you'll do, you'll talk to John Chamnus here in the office. He'll set up about a 45-minute meeting with you and one of our advisors to walk you through our process and answer a couple questions for you. Have you saved enough to retire the way you want to retire? How much risk are you taking in your current portfolio? If this market volatility turns into a 2008 scenario, how much of your portfolio is at risk? How much are you going to pay in taxes? And when you pass away, is your estate set up the way it needs to be, the way you want it to be? So give us a call right now, 502-273-1188. All right, that's Troy Bolton with Mercurio Wealth Advisors. We'll be right back with more Retirement 360. When you crash your car, you get it fixed. When your computer crashes, you get a new one. But what will you do if you're saving for your 401k and the market crashes? Hey, it's Tony Vanetti for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you're in your 30s or 40s, you'll be just fine. But if you're in or near retirement, you could be in trouble. Lowell's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton at Mercurio Wealth Advisors are here to help. They'll create a retirement 360-degree game plan to see if you're taking too much risk. Don't let the market control you and your retirement dreams. Call 502-383-5800 today to schedule your visit with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. That's 383-5800. Crashes happen. Are you ready? Mercurio Wealth Advisors. 383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC. A registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. Call now to schedule a visit and get started on your Retirement 360 game plan. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors in here with me. If you've got a question for the show, 502-273-1188. The website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com. And this is a tough one, Alan, talking about uh, one of these serious talks that where you call mm -hmm. the family together and you know, you hear those words, we need to talk. And the tough conversation I'm talking about is estate planning. It's not oh, fun. Yeah. It kind of feels morbid. And it's not a good way to spend like your Saturday afternoon. But it's super important. And it is. Mm -hmm. Explain why this is such a big deal that y'all include it in all of your retirement plans. Well, I think that the over the years, I, the, I guess the, the things that have come up have made it so important because of the lack of conversation. Uh, my dad was very guilty of this. I mean, and, and a lot of folks of the previous generation like to keep things close to the vest. So they didn't want to share with their families and everything. But what can come out of that is just pure chaos and not knowing what's going on and everything. Then your estate is not settled the way you want it to be. And of course, if you're not here, I guess it doesn't matter. Or I guess, you, you know, you, people could say, well, you know, it's going to happen however it happens. But you want to spend some time and, and make sure that if something needs to happen after you're gone, that it's communicated with everybody. So I think it's so important to make sure that you involve your spouse, you involve your kids. And as you get older, I think having your kids just to involve uh, just makes sense. We, uh, on a regular basis, will have somebody that, 
you know, has got into their eighties or I've got a few clients in their nineties and I always invite their kids to come in because I never want there to be any thought that, you know, that I led their parents down the path that was not correct for them. So I always want to make sure that their kids are there or somebody's there to, they can help them make decisions that involve their future and, and what's going to happen with their estate after they're gone. My wife and I have a, an estate plan and our kids are way too young. At what age do we need to go revisit that estate plan and start roping in our kids? Cause what we have now is here's our estate plan kids, whether you like it or not, this is what you yeah, get. Yeah. But at some point there needs to be in a more adult conversation. It's like, is this okay with you? Is there anything you would like me to change? And is, right. is there some sort of landmark? Is it like when they get married or when they have kids, when do you need to revisit that? Well, you know, I think that, you know, usually when your kids are in their teens, their early 20s or something like that, you can kind of start to bring them in and let them know what's going on. And again, it kind of goes both ways. I've had clients that'll say, Alan, I just don't want my 22-year-old kid to know that I've got $3 million in an IRA account or whatever the number is. They just want to keep that number private. And that's fine. We do a, a regular beneficiary meeting with our clients to say, hey, let's get back together. Let's talk about what's going on in your state. Let's make sure that the kids are involved in it and stuff like that. But sometimes we don't share the numbers. We might just say that, you know, when something happens, the house is going to go here. This is what's going to happen to the, you know, the estate. You have a trust set up that you'll get a certain amount of money out of at certain ages and things like that. We just kind of let them know the, the bare bones of it, but we don't give them all the details. But I think as they, as your kids get into probably their mid twenties, early thirties, after, if they've gotten married themselves, uh, then you certainly want to bring them in and kind of start to share those thoughts with them and get a little bit more detailed about it and kind of let them know, hey, this is how we're going to provide for you if something happens to us, but also how we're going to provide for our grandkids if something happens to you in the meantime. How does that work in the other direction? Instead of you dealing with your kids, you dealing with your parents. Do you have a right to know their estate plan? Is Is it okay to start asking them questions? It is, but it's so delicate because you, a lot of times you, you parents are going to start thinking, well, heck, you're just waiting for me to kick off so you can get, get my <laughs> my accounts or, or get our estate or what have you. So you have to be kind of careful about it. But again, over the years, we've had numerous conversations with families that say, I want my mom and dad to have a trust. I know that it would be you know, more beneficial for them to set things up this way so they can reduce some, maybe reduce some taxes or maybe reduce some fees or expenses or something like that along the way. But it's hard to do that. So, you know, what we offer when we, when we're doing our 360 game plan is really to, you know, if they have an older family member that they, you know, want to talk to, we'll just kind of act as intermediary and bring them in and, and kind of talk in general what this estate planning can do. And usually when we do that, you can see the light bulb go off and say, hey, maybe I need to talk to the kids or maybe I need to update this and get this thing done. The bottom line on a lot of this is that when you start to really review your will and your trust or you start talking about this with your parents or thinking about it on your own, a lot of us have done a that we did a will right before we took a major vacation when our kids were little so that if the plane went down that the kids would be taken care of. But it's never been changed since then. It's not uncommon for us to meet with somebody that has a will that was dated 15 years ago. And a lot of things change over 15 years. So you do have to keep these things updated. All right. We're talking with Alan Mercurio, Mercurio Wealth Advisors. The phone number is 502-273-1188. The website, Louisville's Retirement Coach. Dot com. So let's talk about what's in this estate plan. I imagine a will is going to be sort of the foundation of it. But what are some of the other core documents? Yeah, a will is is usually the first thing people think of and 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 quite frankly that's the easiest thing to get done. But you got to remember a will is a document that only has one purpose. It's only really in effect at one point, and that's at the moment of your death. So it's going to take over at that point and say, "Okay, whatever's left in your estate then depending on the value of it and everything, it's going to probably go through a system called probate, which is a court system where they evaluate the the belongings that you have, and then they assign that out based on your wishes in the will. And there's cost involved to go through probate. And that's why we frequently will say that, you know, having a trust, which is a document of its own, is going to be more beneficial for you. Because a trust, you know, a lot of people think, well, in order for me to have a trust, I have to have millions of dollars and lots of assets and everything like that. 
And I heard someone say, and I think I've, I've used this quote a number of times, but if you love somebody and you own anything of value, then you probably are going to benefit from having a trust. Now, here's the bottom line with the trust is that you're probably going to spend $2,500 to $3,000, maybe $4,000, depending on how detailed it is and what, what all you're having put into the trust. You're going to spend some money on a trust. And we've seen people that have spent fifteen and $20,000 on different types of trust and things like that over the years. But, you know, normally a, a living trust uh, with the, the proper will to go with it and powers of attorney, because you need to have a power of attorney for certain documents for your health care and then for your financial decisions and things that need to be made. Usually you can get that for a couple thousand dollars, maybe $3,000 tops or something like that, depending on which law firm you're working with or what estate planning attorney you're working with. But those are the main three items that a living trust, proper powers of attorney, and a will, and all three of those need to coordinate together. Well, you mentioned in the powers of attorney, there's a a medical and a financial. That's all I have. Is there anything else I need to have Mm -hmm. on top of that? Well, the attorneys that we deal with always say that you need to have gifting powers inside those power of attorneys. Now, I'm not an attorney, so I don't know exactly how to do that or what that actually means, other than that if your wife is your power of attorney and you're her power of attorney and something happens to her, you have the ability to go into assets that she has in her name and gift them to your trust or gift them to anybody that you want. So you have those gifting privileges. So that's what I've been told is that you need to have those gifting privileges built into that power of attorney. But the financial decisions that need to be made, typically you want to have two people, at least two people, to having to make those financial decisions for you. So they have to decide or they have to agree on how to spend your money. So one of them's not going to go out and say, well, mom needed a new car, so I went out and bought her a Corvette. And, and you know, you, you don't want them to do that. So usually you want to have a couple people making those financial decisions for you. But on the healthcare decisions, typically you want to have one person that can make those difficult decisions for you. You don't want to have a debate when somebody's trying to decide if you need a, a surgery or not. So you want to make sure that you have you know one person that can make those decisions for you. All right. Well, talk. You keep saying you got to keep them updated. What sort of train wrecks have you seen happen from people who haven't updated their documents? Well, this is one that I wanted to make a comment on. That uh, last year I met a lady by the name of Sarah. Her husband passed away. They'd been married for 40 years, but he passed away with COVID. He was a school teacher, but he had been married prior to marrying Sarah. And I guess when they first got started and he, you know, he was a school teacher and probably signed all of his beneficiary documents and everything early in his career. But after his first divorce and then remarrying Sarah, they never went back and changed his retirement plan. And when he passed away last year, they found out that the beneficiary on his retirement plan was over six figures, went to his ex-wife. And there's nothing that you can do about that. Those beneficiary documents are going to be taken care of or acted on before you get to the will. So that money is basically out of her estate now. Now, was that what he wanted to do? No. I'm sure he didn't want to leave the money to his ex-wife. I'm sure he wanted to take care of his wife, but there really wasn't anything that could be done. So a beneficiary, we talk about this all the time in our in our process or planning process with folks is that you need to frequently look at your beneficiaries and make sure that they're up to date. And people say, well, after I've looked at them so many times, nothing's going to change. So I'm not going to keep on looking at them every two or three years, but you just never know. You just want to make sure that you kind of do an inventory of that stuff and make sure it's exactly the way you want it to be. And that's what we really have been doing over the last, gosh, 35 years here at Mercurial Wealth Advisors. And we've literally helped hundreds, if not thousands of people, just like you guys listening to us this morning, make good decisions about your retirement plans. What I'd like to offer you today is just give us a call and go through a process with us. It doesn't cost you anything other than a little bit of time, but what we'll do is we'll reach out to you. We'll tell you exactly what to bring in and we'll prepare a number of documents for you. We call it the Retirement 360 Game Plan. It's really a second opinion on your situation where you currently are. It addresses five key areas. Number one, it identifies where you are right now. One of the main questions people ask us when meeting with them is, am I going to be okay? Have I saved enough for retirement? Can I retire now? And that first report is called the Retirement Scorecard. That answers that question. Number two, we look at the creating an income plan. How does the plan look if we get involved and create an income plan? Where's that income going to come from in retirement? How are you 
build that income plan so it's reliable, sustainable throughout your retirement. That income plan is so important. And then we also look at the investment strategy and we can kind of show you what we would do if we got involved in it. Part of that is also building a tax map. A key part of retiring and understanding how to get this money out of your retirement plan is how much am I going to owe Uncle Sam? So we want to build a tax map and we kind of project how much you're going to be paying Uncle Sam. And then the last piece of this is this estate plan that we've been talking about, making sure that Uncle Sam doesn't become your primary beneficiary. We want to pay the least amount of taxes. If something happens to you, we want the least amount going to Uncle Sam. We want most of it going to your family. If that sounds like a process you want to go through, give us a call at the office, 502-273-1188. We'll be happy to tell you what's involved in doing this, and it's provided to you at absolutely no cost. All right, that's Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Louisville's retirementcoach.com is the website. We'll continue with more Retirement 360. If you missed a show and want to catch up with Alan and Troy and the latest retirement planning topics, click on the media tab at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. That's louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. I have Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors in studio here. We're talking about estate planning. If you have a question for the show or you want to contact Alan at the office, 502-273-1188, the website, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. And I want to run this statistic by you while we're talking about estate planning, Alan, because this is a pretty stark one. Mm-hmm. 80% of men die married. 80% of women die single. This number comes from right. the Women's Institute for a Secure Retirement. And it sounds pretty disparate, and it is, but, but it makes sense. You know, women mm-hmm. outlive men to begin with, and men tend to marry younger women. So that just makes the spread even more stark. So how, mm-hmm. how does this affect building a retirement plan and building an estate plan, you know, the death gap there? Well, so often when we sit down and, and review a plan, if somebody actually has a written plan and we try to review that first, they haven't really thought about what happens when you know one of them pass away, one of them's no longer here. And, and as the statistics show, a lot of times it's the, the male that passes away first. So, And I guess from a percentage standpoint, I would have to say probably most of the families that we deal with the husband or the male in the relationship is the one that is starting that process of financial planning. Not all the time, but in probably a higher percentage of families than not, the male is the one that's usually looking at the investments and kind of managing those investments and starts to do this planning. So first and foremost, I think it's key for all couples doing this to be on the same page. We try to encourage both family members, both husband and wife to come into the office and go through the planning process together. Even if you're not involved in the planning process or you're not involved in investments or you don't have any interest in that, we like to have both parties involved because it keeps everybody on the same page. And we get it that, you know, some people just don't have an interest. Sometimes it's the guys that just say, Hey, honey, you just take care of that, you know, the household bills and everything. You take care of the investments, just do it, whatever. But we want to have everybody on the same page. So I think that's the key part of that is really making sure that's there. The other part of it, I think, that is important for the family member is that you get to build a relationship with the advisory team that you're working with. Maybe you don't like the guys and gals that you're working with. Maybe you want to find somebody else that you have a little bit better relationship with or kind of gel with a little bit easier or something like that. We try to, again, try to make sure that there's a connection between both whoever's the primary person that's making the decisions, but also the the person that's kind of along for the ride, if that's a, a way to say it, so that everybody has the same voice in this planning process. Again, in, in our statistic, if the male passes away, you want to make sure that you know you understand what's left for you. If you're the lady in the relationship, how are you going to continue income after your spouse is gone? And where is that money going to come from? What options do you have as far as Social Security and and all those things? So you want to make sure that you have a at least an understanding of what your basic plan is. And that doesn't mean that you have to know everything about the investments, internal expenses and the risk tolerance of the of the expenses and things like that. But you want to know exactly how your plan is going to pay you once your spouse is out of the picture. 
Yeah, so how how do you do that? The the income plan for after you're gone? Because when one of you drops off, you know, that's going to affect at least the stream of income if you're taking Social Security and if you got a mm-hmm. pension, hopefully that continues. How does that all get wrapped up and solved in an estate plan? Well, first of all, just talking about it. I mean, understanding that if you both have Social Securities, one of them may be a little bit higher than the other. When, when one of the spouses pass away, that smaller Social Security is going to disappear regardless of who's who's gone, the smaller Social Security is going to disappear, and the larger Social Security is going to continue for the surviving spouse. Then you want to know if you've got a pension plan or your spouse had a pension plan, you know, what's in it for me? Sounds kind of selfish, but what's in it for me if something happens to him? You know, am I going to get 50% of that pension plan? Am I going to get 75% of that pension plan? Am I going to get zero of that pension plan? Those are things that you don't want to be surprised that you're not getting any of that pension money, especially when it's you know, providing your livelihood. So what we do in those cases, we start to go back and kind of revisit those, especially if those decisions were made before they become a client of ours. We go back and say, okay, what decision did you make back then? Sometimes we have to get them to kind of dig through old paperwork and, you know, they may have been retired for four or five years or longer. And they, you know, I think I chose a spousal option, but, you know, in some cases we find out that they didn't. So then you can start to say, okay, well, if you didn't, what can you do now? What's the options afterwards? Maybe it's taking out some type of life insurance policy on your spouse so that if he passes away, you're going to get a lump sum of cash to provide you for the pension. Or if you're getting 50% of the pension and when he's gone, is that going to be enough? We start to run those numbers and say, okay, can you live on 50% of the pension and the Social Security? Or do you have to come up with something else? So it's really just understanding where they are and really making sure that they understand and then seeing if there's options to improve it from there. Yeah. There's sounds like there's a lot of variables in there. So like if one of you passes along, do you have to sort of do a reset and look at all your assets and how everything's doing and come up with a new income plan and a new estate plan? Or do you just amend what you have? Well, this is again, my opinion, but if you do it, the planning up front, you should know all that. You should know how it's going to survive the loss of one of you. If you didn't do all that planning up front, then yeah, you probably do need to do a reset and say, okay, how am I going to fix this if it's not quite adequate enough for what I need? So I think that the best thing that we provide, I think, for everybody that listens to our show is that ability to really kind of look at their current plan and see where they are and make sure that it's what they believed it to be. Because a lot of times you don't have exactly what you thought. You don't have a consistent income plan or you might not have as much income as you need or something may cause a uh, uncomfortable spot in your retirement, which would, you know, when you lose your spouse, obviously that's uncomfortable enough. You're going to be, that's going to rock your world in, in ways that it hasn't been rocked before. So you don't want to also pile on that some financial problems that could have been handled in, in the beginning or before that. Yeah, and there's all kinds of little tripwires that I noticed in the the estate planning process where you would need to revisit it. Like if you have a new heir and, you know, not a new kid, but like a new grandkid or someone, mm-hmm. your kids or grandkids got married or divorced or adopted someone. Right. There's all kinds of little um, landmarks that you pass mm-hmm. that make you would, would make you want to revisit that. Do you have like a rule of thumb on how often that should be revisited? Well, and that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, we on our retirement plans and our, our game plan in general, we get our clients to come back in at least once a year and kind of revamp and relook at everything because it's a constant moving target. You've got to make sure that you're, everything's staying on, on top. I mean, go through a downturn in the market. You're going to make sure, do I still have enough? If you're making more money in, in the market than you've ever made before, you want to make sure that you're doing it properly and not taking too much risk. And so you want to make sure that those are all up to date all the time. The estate plan, I think that, and we deal with a lot of different law firms in in our area, and most all of them ask us to talk to the clients about getting together every two to three years to make sure things are still up to date. As you said, you could have a a new grandchild that shows up. You you don't want that grandchild to be eliminated from your estate plan if something happens to you, so you want to make sure that they're added in there properly. Now, you might be able to add them in there by saying all grandchildren of this marriage that should capture most of it, but you want to, you might want to be specific. You might have a grandchild that has a special need that you want to address in your plan. So we think every couple of years, maybe three years, you want to have your estate plan just kind of reviewed, make sure that nothing's changed. 
again, James, it's a meeting. I mean, you take an hour out of your day, you meet with an attorney, you meet with your financial advisor, you just kind of sit and chat about, hey, this is what's happened in my life over the last three years. And then they may say, oh, did you think about making sure that the special needs grandchild has a college plan or has a plan for their life if something happens? So just putting those conversations together is what we like to do. Well, you mentioned a life insurance policy. Uh, how do you make sure you have enough? Like, what's the number? Like, you got to replace some income. How, how do you know how much yeah. you need to replace that income? Uh, you kind of back into it, or that's what, how I usually do it, is just kind of back into it and say, okay, if, let's say that if you were trying to replace a pension and your your pension number is 50% of your monthly pension. So I'm going to throw some numbers out here and see if this makes sense. So you're getting a pension of $2,000 a month, but you want to replace $1,000 a month if something happens to your spouse. So then you figure out, okay, with $1,000 a month, I need $12,000 a year. How much money do I need at, say, 3 or 4% return to create $4,000 a month of income or $1,000 a month of income, $12,000 a year? And I kind of back into it that way. You can certainly have too much life insurance. You don't want to have, you know, life insurance companies out there, they've got a lot of money for a reason because they sell a lot of life insurance policies. So you don't want to be just a profit margin for them. But life insurance is a great tool. It provides tax-free dollars to your family. And those dollars can be used to kind of fill the gap of things that may not be 100% right now. And I think that's, again, going back to our offer that we talk about every week on the show, when we started putting together our process of meeting with folks, building a financial plan, and really including all these things, it was because of all of the previous families that we met and the things that we'd seen. And so we've created a process that is going to address those things. First and foremost, we want to address where you are currently, because everybody that we meet usually either has a financial advisor or they're acting as their financial advisor themselves. So they've developed some kind of a plan or some kind of a strategy that they're going forward with. So they want to know, am I going to be okay if I continue on this path? Am I going to, is it going to work? So we created a report called the Retirement 360 Scorecard to really let them know they are going to be okay, or maybe they need to do a little bit more work or they need to address a couple areas. So the scorecard is part of the process. Next, we say, okay, well, what if we got involved in it? What if the advisors at Mercurial Wealth Advisors got involved and said, we're going to invest it this way. We're going to create an income plan. And this is going to maybe give you a little bit better probability of success. So we want to show you what that looks like. That income plan is critical because it provides reliable, sustainable income. And that reliable, sustainable income means if the market goes down, doesn't matter. You're still getting the income. If you had to pay extra taxes, doesn't matter. You're still getting the income. So that income is coming in regardless. And we want to make sure that that income plan is part of your plan. But then you also need to know what kind of taxes am I going to owe to Uncle Sam? So we created a report called the tax map. The tax map will kind of look at your current taxes and see what you're paying, what your liability is for your current taxes. But it also looks forward and says, okay, well, what if taxes went up this rate? How much would you end up paying? So we start to look at that. And then finally, we do set you down with that attorney to look at your will, your powers of attorney, your trust documents. If you don't have them, does it make sense to have them? And put all that together for you to make sure that your estate plan is on point if something happens to you. And folks, if you'd like to have that done for you, give us a call at the office, 502-273-1188. And we'll tell you exactly what you need to bring into the office and sit down and go through this process with one of our advisors on the team to make sure that your retirement plan is on point for you. All right, that's Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors, the website Louisville's retirementcoach.com. This is Retirement 360. Quick, who's your favorite sports team? Okay, now imagine they're playing in the most important game of the year, the season's on the line type of game. Now you realize they don't have a game plan. They're just going to wing it. How do you think that's going to go? Probably not very well. Are you doing the same thing when it comes to retirement? Are you hoping things will go well? Well, hey, this is Tony Finetti for Mercurial Wealth Advisors. Set yourself up for success by getting a retirement 360-degree game plan from Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. They'll help you think through your taxes, income, estate planning, and much, much more. When you're done, you'll have a customized retirement 360-degree game plan that you can be confident in. 
Schedule your visit now with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 502-383-5800. 502-383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. Do you know how inflation could affect your retirement savings? The Retirement 360 Roadmap could provide some answers. Call for a complimentary visit now. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. I have Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors in studio helping you figure out what's going on with your money. 502-273-1188. The website is Louisville's Retirement coach.com and one of the fun things we like to do on the show every once in a while is play would you rather so alan i know you've played before but just to give an example here uh for the guy listening of uh what would you rather looks like we'll start with a, a fun one would you rather never lose your keys again or never lose your phone again <laughs> oh my gosh i uh, i have done both obviously and i think that the the more stress comes out of losing my phone, believe it or not, just thinking of, you know, we've, we've all become so dependent on these devices that we carry around in our pockets and everything. I mean, there, there are cameras, there are note cards, there are phone numbers, our contact list, our everything is in that phone. So I guess if I had to pick, you know, the keys, I think I can, I could figure out a way to get a new set of keys, but I don't want to lose that phone. Well, I used to say phone. It may be keys now because on the phone, yeah, it's expensive to get a new phone, but they have a lot of your contacts and stuff in these regular backups. So you don't lose your entire intellectual property life. And then Mm -hmm. on on, conversely for my last truck, I broke my key and had to get a new one. Three hundred dollars. Alan. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, that's getting a little closer. I'm not so sure on the would you rather. But let's do one that's financially related now that we got the uh, sample out the way, Alan. Um, Here's a big one. Would you rather? Would you rather leave a big inheritance to your family or would you rather spend it all? So tell me some of the conversations with people like that, because I I kind of want to be the guy where my last check bounces but I understand people, <laughs> yeah, want to leave money behind. So, uh, how's well, that it's work? it's funny, funny you use those that term because my wife said that for years. She said, you know, uh, she's told both our boys that you know don't plan on us leaving you a bunch because our you know our retirement plan is our, is that our last check's going to bounce. That's not necessarily my goal, but that was that's been her goal or that's what she said in the past. I don't think she really believes that either. But uh, but a lot of folks feel that way. A lot of folks feel like you know, hey, I. I, you know, I worked my tail off all these years. I've saved, I've scrimped, I've, I've done what I needed to do to put money back. And by gosh, I'm going to spend it all before, you know, I leave this earth. So, you know, they have that mentality that they want to, that last check to bounce or they don't, you know, they don't want to leave a whole lot there to, to pass on. Now, everybody that I've talked to has always said, you know, whatever's left, I certainly want it to go to my kids. I want to, you know, I don't want it to go to uncle Sam. So pretty much that's a universal desire is that, you know, we want it to go to our family. We don't want uncle Sam to get it. So that's the the key part. But I think that today with the tools that are out there, life insurance, annuities, and different types of products like that, that you can build an inheritance. If you're, if your goal is to leave a bigger inheritance, first and foremost, one of the things that you want to think about is the worst assets to leave to your family members are IRA assets or retirement assets. Because now with the new regulations and new rules, your family members have to take that money out over a 10-year period of time. They no longer can stretch it over their lifetime. So now that that could create a really much larger tax burden for your family members if you leave them a you know a, a million-dollar IRA or $500,000 in an IRA account, that could really mess up their retirement plan. That's, I say mess it up. It, it just could create a lot more taxes and a lot more stress on them that, that they have to figure out how to you know get that money out and reduce the taxes on it if they can. So uh, what we're seeing more and more is when we start to do that planning, somebody comes to us and says, you know, I really want to make sure that my, my kids are taken care of, my grandkids are taken care of, and they don't have to go through the struggles that we went through. Then what we're doing is we're saying, okay, well, let's use part of your retirement plan to build a tax-free inheritance for your kids and your family. 
Uh, and that's usually the best answer for, for that. If you're on the other side of the page where you're just trying to spend it all, then we want to look at what those expenses look like, what inflation looks like, what the, your rates of return look like. And we really want to follow that plan every year to make sure you're getting the most out of it so that you can you know, comfortably spend that, but you're not going to spend it all before, before the end, so to speak. Yeah. You, you know, you make me think of some shows we did in the past where we talked about how some of these celebrities like Jackie Chan doesn't want to leave it, any money to his son. He's going to give it all to charity. Anderson Cooper mm-hmm. uh, isn't going to leave anything to his son. The, uh, the new James Bond, Daniel Craig says he's not going to leave anything to his kids. Is that really what they're doing or they just don't want their kids to think that they're going to inherit a lot of money so they'll be ambitious and they'll reach their full potential and they'll be self-sufficient because no one (laughs) like being a trust fund baby will destroy you as a human being. You have no incentive to get out of bed and make something of your life because you know you're going to be taken care of. You know, we see that ruin people on a regular basis. Is that usually what people are saying when they say they're not going to leave anything to their kids or they really not leaving anything to their kids? I guess in in our experience, I've seen very little of that where they didn't leave anything to the kids. There was a gentleman that we met with last year. Now he never became a client, but he uh, that was his goal. He said, you know, he, and he was had been pretty successful. I'm talking. He had probably nothing like these numbers, but I mean, he had uh, I believe it was around four million dollars, and and he was just an average Joe, saved all his life, and you know had a very low standard of living for himself. I mean, didn't spend any money or anything like that. Uh, but he, he was adamant. He said, I'm not leaving it to my kids. I'll give it to charity or what have you. Now, whatever happened to him or, I, I mean, again, that was just a year ago, so I don't think it's, anything's happened to him yet. So I don't know if that's still his goal or not. I would think that a lot of these folks are probably using that more as motivation to try to get the kids uh, to do, to go out there and do it, do it on their own. But regardless, I mean, if you're if that's your goal, and if you don't want to leave to the kids and you want to make sure that you're leaving, you know, to the, the charities or to the organizations that you want to leave to, then uh, you definitely need to do some estate planning because that's going to you're going to want to make sure that that money is going to go to them, those organizations the way you want it to. And setting that up is is more than just having a will. It's, it's actually doing some, uh, having some strategic conversations with your attorney and your financial advisor to make sure it's going to go the way you want it to. That's yeah, Alan Mercurio, Mercurio Wealth Advisors. The phone number 502-273-1188. The website, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. You're listening to Retirement 360. So let's talk about that a little bit. You mentioned uh, people leaving some of their money to a charity or organization, mm-hmm. you know, wh- whether it's all of it or you're going to give your kids a little bit. Because like Warren Buffett said, I'm only I'm not going to leave my kids billions of dollars. I'm going to only go right. about 10 million a piece. So the rest yeah. of that money, you said there's smart ways to do that, strategies to do that. What does that look like? Uh, a couple of different things. Uh, the one that we've been most involved with is where you set up a, a charitable, what's called a charitable remainder trust, because this is a way that you can create income for yourself for the rest of your life, but you can also provide a benefit to your, uh, maybe to your heirs, but also to the organization that you're wanting to leave money to. Doing something like that will allow you to take a highly appreciated asset. Let's say you bought, let's say you bought Apple stock when it was just coming out and it's, and it's worth millions and millions of dollars now. So you, if you were to sell that Apple stock, you'd have a capital gain that you'd have to pay in taxes. But if you, if you use a charitable remainder trust, you can gift that asset to the trust. And then the trust can, as a separate entity, has to have a charity attached to it. So maybe your charity is going to receive this after you're gone. But then that Apple stock can be sold inside the trust and avoid the capital gains. You can receive the income off of that that's a sale of that stock and it can be rediversified into multiple stocks as opposed to just having one stock, which is going to reduce the risk in it as well. You can receive the income for the rest of your life. And then when you pass away, whatever's left in that trust goes to that charity and it doesn't, you've avoided the capital gains on the tax and you've avoided the tax on the estate that, that it could create there as well. So, and you've helped your organization. So that's just one example of how to do that. And we've, worked with not only high net worth families, but also families that just, you know, said, Hey, I want to make sure that my church gets money when I'm gone, or I want to make sure that I'm funding this building project. If something happens to me or, or, or what have you. So we've helped them build those strategies, those plans so that their money's going to go exactly the way, the way they want it to when they pass away. 
Yeah, and a, a lot of this sounds like uh, the state planning conversations boil down to sort of a would you rather themselves. Would you rather get your affairs in order now and you decide or leave it to the courts to sort it all out? Mm, yeah. And and trust me, folks, you don't want to let the courts sort it all out because, uh, you know, that's it's never going to end up the way you want it to. Over the last 35 years, that's exactly what we've helped people do at Mercurial Wealth Advisors. We've been helping people walk through perspective or walk through ideas and walk through their thought process of getting the plan that they want and then helping them develop that plan. If you'd like to have this done for you, give us a call at our office, 502-273-1188 or go to the website, LouisvilleRetirementCoach.com. Sign up for what we call the bundle package. There's no cost involved for you, a little bit of time. Uh, but what you'll get out of it is clarity in your planning process, clarity in your plan itself, and, and maybe how to improve that a little bit. If your goal is to leave money to your family, fine, we'll build a plan for that. If your goal is to leave money to, to charity, fine, we'll build a, build a plan for that. Or we'll show you what your plan is currently doing and maybe show you how to tweak it a little bit to where you don't even have to create a whole new plan. Give us a call at the office, 502-273-1188. Take us up on this uh, offer today, and I think you'll be happy that you did. Alan, thank you very much for your time. That's Alan Mercurio thank from you, Mercurio Wealth Advisors, the website, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. And one more time, 502-273-1188. This has been Retirement 360. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any client experiences discussed during the show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any governmental agency and does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company, insurance licensed in Kentucky and Indiana.